Oh, are you? Uh, are you? Is this, t- are you spending? <laughs> is this day drinking with? Uh... <laughs> well, Coors Light Seltzer. Um, this is uh-huh. grapefruit. Yep. It's just there was right. one left in the fridge, Lawrence. Well, it is later for you. It's very early for me. <laughs> I mean, I've been up for two and a half days straight. So. Oh my god. <laughs> I have a busy day today. <laughs> my day is filled with busy, busy, busy stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is Lawrence Lewis. And this is Sister Christian. Today is Thursday, November 5th, 2020. This is the Producers Happy Hour, a weekly podcast with two producers on opposite coasts. Christian is in New York City. I'm in Los Angeles. We're exploring what it means to be a good producer amongst all the craziness of the world today. How is it November? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. As we work to keep our crews safe and our industry working now more than ever, it's important for us to keep sharing our experiences, our ideas, um, what happened on your last job. You know, that, uh, that, that, I mean, we've always called it work talk, right? And, you know, and I can just see spouses, like getting together at a party and spouses just start filtering off in other places. And then a group of production people stand around and just talk about their last job. (laughs) We need that from you because we we need need to know what's going on out there. So share your stories with us. Are you working? How are you working? How are you keeping everybody safe? Email us at producershappyhour.com at gmail.com. We still love voice memos. It's better to hear you than us. So record a voice memo and send it to us. Yes, I think somebody sent us a question last week, which was very interesting. And please rate our show on Apple Podcast and share the show with friends, colleagues, uh, your second cousin from somewhere that you've never been. We want these stories to be heard and they're human, so they're relatable. Yeah, so Christian, you're right. Judy Kettler wrote into the show and asked, is there any talk about New York, Connecticut, New Jersey shutting down production again in the next month? No, there is no talk about it. However, I do think that um, what I would watch out for is the mayor or governor of New York saying that they're dialing back indoor crowd activities, meaning um, if you have to be at 25% occupancy or only crowds of 15 can gather, those types of things, that's what I would look for, because that will mean um, studios need to dial back their occupancies again right right. so nope not heard about it um but i do hear rumblings from you know the government here about if we don't do something soon (laughs) everybody needs to wear a mask so i think they're they're hedging their bets as they say like we said on last week's podcast if there's a job maybe you want to take it because uh yeah who knows where this is going what direction this is going in but new york did put California back on the quarantine list, right? Um, if you're coming to New York, you have to test three days in advance, have proof of the negative test, and then you have to test three days afterwards. They did away with the 14-day quarantine. Oh, okay. Got it. But basically, you have to test three days before you get to New York, and then three days after, and then you can leave your house. So it's actually much better than um, the old one. But just know yeah. that if you land here and you don't have that negative test, I have no idea what would happen. Oh, okay. Well, Christian, this is a strange week. How are you obviously. doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing fine. I'm, uh, I, I'm prepping, as you know. Uh, that's why we're doing this so early. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's keeping my mind occupied and out yes. of the news and mm-hmm. out of the, just the endless mm-hmm. back and forth. 
And I've never been one to count counties and like bite my nails, Mm-mm. you know, per county or per state. So I just kind of let it play out, mm-hmm. hope for the best. And I have to say, I think I've been doing a good job of maintaining my my mental state. That's great. But I am unnerved. You know, it's like pressure from a job, pressure from this election. We drove through downtown last night and there's just massive amounts of police and yeah. like the, the area around the police station and the ju- hall of justice is shut down. And it's just it's unnerving to see that I, much show of force on the streets. I saw what happened last night in Arizona and a few in Philadelphia when it comes to protesters coming out just to voice, you know, their opinions about what's happening. Yeah, I heard Rodeo Drive was closed down. I know in New York, Macy's boarded up. I think that, but I'm very hopeful that it's not necessary, that it was an uh, overabundance of caution. Yeah, I hope so too. How are you doing? Um, So I, on the other hand, have never been into, um, you know, county counting and all of that, but it's been fascinating because I'm a numbers person. So I cannot rip myself away from county counting statistics, the percentages that are needed, what still, I mean, they have it down to like, like 50,249 vote. Like it is crazy how they can track every single vote these days. Yeah. It's like a sports game. It is. It is. So uh, it's nail biting for sure. I had a, it. It's it's been a little nuts. I'm glad I'm not working because if I it would be one or the other, just like you. I know. I know. I would be uh, slacking on my job if I was working right now. That yeah. I know. But other than that, just thinking about the holidays, thinking about like how much time is left in the year. I do have the concerns about you know work slowing down, and just thinking about how the next two months are going to go and getting ready to hunker down again i think yeah 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 we i bought a bunch of beans yesterday so (laughs) and toilet paper i i I did stock up my pantry as well so Mm -hmm. uh just in case uh for whatever might happen whether it be another lockdown or social unrest well i do have to say that i'm very excited about what's happening in georgia i'm from there and so to see the turnout of the vote in georgia unprecedented Uh uh-huh and I think I, I really do think that Detroit, Philly, and Atlanta are going to decide this election. That's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. I know it's predominantly black cities. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah. I, I just it gives me goosebumps. And so I see um, that you wanted to talk about Stacey Abrams. Oh, my yeah. love, my my love. <laughs> yes. I love. Yes. I mean, like. If there's yeah. ever a role model out there, folks, <laughs> she's the one. Yeah. Yeah. We should say we are, of course, recording this in the morning. So all of this election talk could have changed by the time you're listening to this over the next few days. But that's where we're at now. So we're not coming Stacey, live from my bedroom. No, Wait we're a not second. coming live from your <laughs> Bushwick apartment. So, yeah, don't panic. Buckle in. It's a, a new documentary made by two women, Lisa Cortez and Lisa Garbus along with featuring Stacey Abrams. Basically, all-in co-directors Cortez and Garbus spent 18 months immersed in the issue of a fragile democracy. This is in The Hollywood Mm -hmm. Reporter, um, and it's talking about this new film. Uh, So Liz Garbus, one of the filmmakers, was answering phones uh, on a voter protection hotline in South Carolina, and she was fielding call after call people who've been turned away from the poll from the polls and uh, received mailers to telling them to vote in the wrong place, all right. kinds of shenanigans. So 
they made this documentary called All In, The Fight for Democracy, which was produced by former Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams. And it traces her experience of voter suppression during the 2018 election there. I mean, she barely lost. Yeah. And um, same with the governor's race in Florida. Those were two very nail-biting things that happened. It just shows um, what lengths and how corrupt the process is if we allow it. Now, we should be bottom up, but, you know, it seems that a lot of these decisions are made by, you know, one clerk in a county. Yeah. And I remember Stacey Abrams when she, I believe she requested a recount, right? Yes. Because it was within the 1% margin, which you're allowed to do. And the, Legal. The, mm-hmm. Some states yeah. are automatic when it's that, when it's yeah. that close. Mm-hmm. But the uh, Republican was saying that this was uh, an effort to steal the election. Mm-hmm. You know, and what happened is they recounted. It did go in his favor and she conceded. And that just shows that she wasn't trying to steal it. She was just trying to get an accurate count. She was just trying to get an accurate count. And that's what's happening right now in the polling. Yes. Places. Well, They're he, just, he was just also trying to get an accurate count. He was also like the state. He was. Uh, yeah, he, was he was in charge of the <laughs> election the as well. Board of that's, elections. That's a whole nother did, story. I know. Like, if you get a chance, you should watch that because it's a fascinating story. I remember when it happened, but now I'm going to relive it later <laughs> when I need a break <laughs> from the county counts. <laughs> so this uh, this documentary, All in the Fight for Democracy, has been streaming on Amazon Prime. So it's available now. So um, we also want to direct you guys to go to Do the Work page. We made a page on the website with anti-racism resources for you to educate yourself on the issues of racism that have long played our society and our industry, as well as a link to actual things that you can do to support the Black Lives Matter movement. A lot of information on there. Our Take Action page obviously now is a little out of date because it was all about uh, voter information. Mm -hmm. The election is over, so we will Mm -hmm. uh, spin this page back to resources for people who are struggling with employment during this pandemic, because that still is a very uh, real thing. So on that page, we do have other resources of how you can help people in need or how you can get help yourself. Yes. And we'll we'll gussy that page back up to yes, focus on I that. Yes, I think both pages need a little work. Well, that's it, Christian. Short, short and sweet today. I know, no interview, but that doesn't mean that we don't want you to come talk to us at our roundtables. Exactly. If you have any interest, let us know. And Lawrence, the show is edited and co-produced by Rob Blumke. Artwork and logo design by Christopher Daniels. And our music was composed by Kyle Puccia. Thank you so much for listening. We are back next week. Just a few more episodes left in this season. Then we're going to take a little break. Until then, stay safe, stay connected, and stay active. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Clean your phone. And you know who you are, guys. Um, Wear a mask every time. Please. There's no need not to. I mean, why would you not to? Why would you not to? Send us your voice recordings or your emails, your questions to producershappyhour at gmail.com. Lawrence, how do people reach you directly? Oh, lawrencetlewis.com or voiceoverworkvoiceoflawrence.com. How about you? Sisterchristianproduces.com. Bye, y'all. Bye.